Blog Talk Radio. Gonna tell you a little bedtime tale, legend it will become. Burgers flying out the door, sail on. Two for one, no concern for the future. Living for today. Fast food bite on your way, lay it all to waste. The masses are afflicted now. Moo, mad cow. Mad cow. Mad cow. Mad cow, mad cow, line dance song. Hey, Sign Guy Nation. Welcome to another show here on a Friday afternoon. Sign Guy along with the coach with the most coming at us from coast to coast. He doesn't mean to brag, but he has to boast because his favorite all-time thing to do is to Look at movies involving Patrick Swayze, such as Ghost. So, if you're looking for some pro wrestling today, we have some notes for you. Lots happening in the next couple of days. Tonight, WCWO at the Outlaw Arena, 1151 South Kentucky Avenue in Indianapolis, Indiana. FGW in Hamilton, Ohio. LPW in Orlando, Florida. SDW in Bloomington, Minnesota, NSW in Lexington, Kentucky, OVW in Louisville, Kentucky, preparing for Derby Day, PWF in Newport, North Carolina, Flawless in Sevierville, Tennessee, Rocky Mountain Pro in Inglewood, Colorado, and then the Rumble of the Riot 2 in Manchester, Ohio. Tomorrow night, Defy Wrestling in Seattle, Washington. Relentless in Liberty Lake, Washington. VPW in Las Vegas, Nevada. Supreme Wrestling in Madison, Indiana. Wrestling Against Cancer 7 in Bay County, Florida. FWF in Warsaw, Indiana. NAP making its debut. Two shows on tap for NAP tomorrow in Indianapolis. WA in Cornelia, Georgia. GCW in Atlantic City, New Jersey. NGW in Crawfordsville, Indiana. IWC in Vernon Bell, Pennsylvania. Dropkick Depression charity show in Old Bridge, New Jersey. Rocky Mountain Pro back at it in Inglewood, Colorado. Rage in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. LSC in North College Hill, Ohio. HCW in Mishawaka, Indiana. And CCW in Nashville, Tennessee tomorrow. Coach, there are a lot of shows happening in the next couple of days. There are, yeah. Wrestling's really popping off right now. It is. It is that time of year where lots of shows are coming out. Outdoor venues are opening up all over the map. So there's a lot going on. Everybody get out there. Support your local independent professional wrestling if you have a show near you. Of course, if you're looking for me, I'll be back at Pacific Northwest Blue Collar Wrestling this coming Sunday in our very own J.B. Moonshine wrapping up that series with pretty boy Troy Prescott. That match 
on Sunday, the seventh of the series. And it's an Iron Man match. We discussed this the other day, Coach. JD Moonshine in an Iron Man match. Yeah, that ought to be good, man. Excitement in the air, like they say. They do say that in Portland, yes. Yeah, and don't forget that that's Mike Rogers' books. He's already got two of them out. They're both available on Amazon, and now he's coming out with a different book. Well, yes, he is. Uh, The first two series of the books are reprints of previous interviews he conducted. This one, I believe, a little bit different format. Yeah, yeah. Man, I'm excited to read all of them. Yeah, I've already, well, thanks to you, I read the first one, and waiting to check out the next ones. Now, Coach, did you use a bookmark to keep your place in said books? Well, of course. Very good. Always nice to have bookmarks. So, and then still hoping and waiting for you to come over to do the Cincinnati Reds report because, like I said, uh, the Mariners reports are long enough as they are to do anything extra. I think you should cut out most of the Mariners stuff and focus on this guy that caught a foul ball while feeding a baby its bottle without dropping a single bit of formula. I know that was like the biggest highlight in, in former Riverfront Stadium, right? Uh, it's at the Great American Ballpark, yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's a new park, or, the, or they just renamed it? Uh, this one's the new park. Okay, cool. Yeah, Riverfront yeah. was across the way. It was one of those little uh, copy and paste everything in one stadium type of deals that were popular back in the 70s. Yeah, and then as of right now, we have no idea if Brad Bad's even going to call in, do we? I do, because I got a message from him. Oh, what did he say? Yeah. Um uh, let's see. He says he's less than five minutes out from his house. His phone's about to die. Okay. He needs to plug it up, and then he'll be right on. All right, cool. Yeah, I got to see his match against Hancho Hemsley. as a brutal battle. And brutal Bob Evans wasn't even in it? No. No, that, man, that match was uh, wasn't for the... People, if you don't like blood and violence, you probably shouldn't have watched that one. Because, of course, it was false count anywhere again. Those are popular. Now, Coach, the last time I was a blue-collar wrestling, J.B. Moonshine, as he often does, split wide open. He was bleeding, but nothing, nothing in comparison to the blood that was pouring out of the nose of Sunny Days in her match against the Hill. It was a bloody affair at Blue Collar Wrestling a couple of weeks ago. I think I'm going to have to come down there and pop out and knock that guy's head off because she's the real school army's own Sunny Days. We can't be having that. Well, we did have it. There was blood everywhere. It was all over the ring, all over Miss Days. All over the hill. I don't think any got on the fans, but I can't confirm that. 
And nobody stuck up for Sonny, right? I mean, normally she well, doesn't need me back. It, it was a one-on-one match. Yeah. So she finished the match, obviously. She did finish that match. And then she had to restart the match because the brand-new general manager, Roy Lovejoy, ordered it to be restarted. And then did he quit already or what? He made an announcement the other day. Uh, not to my knowledge. He said this, he's out of here or something like that. <laughs> well, he was probably just playing softball. Okay, yeah. Yep, all right. Now, is Sonny facing him again this week? Roy Lovejoy? No, the heel. Um, she never faced I, him last time, so. Well, I mean, she faced him twice a couple of weeks ago. She, she I believe, Roy had Lovejoy a different opponent last week. Okay. And then she's going to be at Defy tomorrow night, and then there's news from the Real School Army headquarters that she will be wrestling for Defy any time now. I'm excited to see that, especially on Pluto. Wow, that's a long way to go for a match, Coach, because Pluto's like eight planets away. Pluto Television, you silly rabbit. Oh, I thought you meant she had to go into outer space to get this match with Defy. No, but the Real School Army is going to wrestle in space in the for the world Real School Army versus the world coming up within the next year or so. Yes, that is true. Well, see, there you go. Now, if she were to wrestle on Pluto, you know what would actually be happening is she would be defying gravity. That's true, and I'm not sure if we're ever going to make it to Pluto because we're having a hard enough time getting to the moon, and then even Mars would be next. So Pluto's way down there. I'm pretty sure that they're not going to be going there anytime soon. One thing at a time. Well, you never know what the fine people at Defy have in store. Maybe they got Elon Musk involved. But I believe Coach, our guest, is with us, so... Let me bring him on right away. Do we have Hi. in fact, Mr. Uh, Yo. Brad Bad? What's good? Well, thank you for joining us today. This is Sun Guy along with my co-host, Coach Mike Jones. And first oh. of all, thank you so much for being with us. And since, oh, yes, yes. Uh, since it is your first time here, I will lead you off with our traditional first-timer question what led to you getting into the business of professional wrestling? Well, in all reality, I had this NBA dream. Um, long story short, I have had physical limitations. So instead of falling into a state of depression, ninth grade, tenth grade, I had a cousin that was involved in Mid-South Wrestling and Power Pro and different things and associates hot chocolate Corey Williams and, you know, just older cats that was already in the business. So I said, why not? And obviously my grandfather watched it, you know. So just a combination, all those things collaborating together and, and didn't want to fall in that state of depression or chasing girls and pulling a Wilt Chamberlain. So, you know, so I just got involved in pro wrestling and it, everything just changed, man. 
Now, when you get into the business of professional wrestling, you say you don't want to go down the path of Wilt Chamberlain. Was the business, when you first started, still similar to how it was in the territorial days where you had girls lined up waiting on the wrestlers to come out of the arenas and go into the hotels and waiting on it? Or had those days sort of faded away at that point? Um. I would say yes and no. Um, <laughs> names anonymous, which I don't remember anyways. Um, let's just say I kind of came in when you had the kissing cousins, like legit, legit. So um, there's a lot of stuff I've seen that I probably shouldn't have seen. Um, but thankfully, there was no Twitter and uh, Facebook and camera phones back then, man. So and uh, half the stuff is... Uh, I, you could say forgotten or very blurry, but yes, it was still kind of going on. Actually, actually, yeah. Uh, maybe not as common. It just turned into let's keep it in the family. Look, we got these two girls, and it's like what? what? Oh, by the way, they're cousins. What? <laughs> you know, it was weird, man. It was very weird. Tennessee is real. <laughs> for sure. Now, for the fans that. Uh, are familiar, you come out of, like you said, the Tennessee area, which is a very, very long-time traditional hotbed of pro wrestling dating back wrestling several decades. Wrestling with all wrestling. Wrestling. Exactly, the Tennessee Southern <laughs> Wrestling. Uh, when you do shows current day, do you still have people that were attending the shows back when uh, – Jerry Jarrett and Jerry Lawler had their promotion, or maybe even back to the days prior to that when Nick Goulas had it. Well, yes, in all reality, you still have those those fans, especially like in the the uh, I guess the Jackson, Tennessee area. But uh, singing cowboy Don Bass, and you know that's like Don Bass territory. And you know you have your Murdochs, Rick Murdoch, Big Murdoch, you know all those guys, and the Morton. So you're talking AWA area, USWA type, you know, with you know, Jim Cornette's guys and Lawler's guys and the Jerry Jerry guys when wrestling was wrestling, you know. Um, so, yeah, you, you did, and it's, it, you know, you still kind of have it going on today. It's The only difference now today is the, the guys the guys that are in the business, regardless of their exposure, they don't really know anything. And so you have a guy like me who's been in basically almost three decades of pro wrestling, literally. Um, I, I've seen this and that, you know, and let's like anywhere you go, man. Um, you're just going to have your clicks, I guess. So I would say, yes, it's still kind of going on, you know, but thank God, like I said, we didn't have social media back then and different things. Now, one of the things that, you did have at that point still was television and Memphis has historically had some of the best ratings for televised wrestling anywhere in the world. The numbers have always been really big in Memphis and they've always had some sort of TV presence. What's it like when you wrestle on a show that you know is going to be televised in Memphis and knowing that, there's a huge fan base out there that's going to turn on the television and see your match, even if 
what's there in person isn't nearly that big. Right. Well, and actually, honestly, I don't know, it's kind of a mixed reaction. For me, I'm kind of used to being in front of people, and so it's like you sometimes forget you're not necessarily at home like your hometown. You know how you might walk around. If nobody don't see you with the same outfit the next day, you know, stuff like that. So you get so comfortable in front of people, you have a tendency sometimes to forget, hey, the cameras are rolling, <laughs> you know. The, you know, some people, you know, you may have a little, that's why you may see little minor setbacks and different things to maybe a, a storyline or, or this angle on television. Well, what happened? And they skip, and this guy's in the match with somebody else. You know, little stuff like that, you may come out of character. Oh, you know, something may slip and different things. But, yes, it, it's it's easy to forget where you are, um, very easy. Then, if so, you know, you have the type of personality of people that like to show out as well. So now you have to watch for the dummy who's going to show out because they know they're on television. Um, so you got the egotistical and the uh, num-nums, I guess you could call them. It's pick your poison, man, but you run into both. Now you yourself have had a pretty good singles career, but you also – are known as a tag team wrestler. Do you have a preference as far as doing tag teams or singles? Um, not really. The only preference, I guess you could say, would be more or less an, 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 an adaptation. I wish they did more like trio style, you know, where, where it's in the gender where you might throw a woman in there or whoever, you know, but, you know, kind of bring back, uh, I guess like uh, the, the Lucha Underground style uh, where, you know, like I said, three people can hold a tag, belt, stuff like that, or the Freebird rules. Um, you know, there's a lot that can be implemented that's still relevant, actually, in the world of pro wrestling. It's just, like I said, the talent is so much younger now. They, You, you can be like, you can say, uh, you, you might be able to say Bill Dundee, and they still – would probably look right at you dead in your face and be like, who? And it's like, wow, just how the times. Now you still have your faithful, like I said. But, you know, you got fans that's out there that's been alive since Don Bass, you know, was going strong. I came up under Don Bass as well. Donnie took me in, you know, with open arms, you know. Um, so I, I got the experience and absorb a lot from those guys that, that was – making wrestling what it was in the mid in the dirty stuff we call it back in them days when you had all these different territories. But like I said, man, uh it's get in there, just pick your poison, man. It's it's yeah, you know. Um tag teams, um, give or take, uh, I'm more or less when I when I talk to guys and I tell them, I said, Look, I'm trying to get me an Oscar. You know, I ain't trying to Will Smith nobody, but I'm trying to give me an Oscar, you know. Um, so I said, so so less is better, guys. You know, I said, I could take that paper bag right there and get an Oscar with it out there. If t- I said, a dude can do it with a volleyball and name it Wilson, I think I can do it with that paper bag. So my mindset is always, I prefer singles because I can dictate it more. But um, here lately, boss has been, you know, been having me to be, in there to uh, lead the guys, the young guys, and to kind of 
lead them and tell the story. So give or take, man, I, I prefer singles, but if I have to lead by example for the young guys, I will do that too. And I have, and I do to this day presently, you know, they call me Mr. Personality for a reason, <laughs> you know. You mentioned some of the legends there in Memphis, and a lot of them are still actively out there on the independents, people like Jerry Lawler, Jimmy Valiant, Bill Dundee, Doug Gilbert, still mm-hmm. out there, uh, whether they're wrestling or they're just doing autograph signings and meet and greets. They're still out yes, there actively on the circuit. What is the reaction like from you whenever you get to see these people that you grew up watching and your grandfather was watching on television when you were young and now your peers sitting in the same locker room on the same show? All I can say is overwhelming considering you know, I'm a military brat, first of all. You know, I was born, you know, in Fort Riley, Kansas, you know, then uh, moved to a little old town, eventually of Paris, Tennessee, which I'm currently at now. That's basically the halfway point between Memphis and Nashville, pretty much. But, you know, it's country, but it's city. But um, so growing up in a place like that, you know, like it is here, um, just to be sitting in the same locker rooms or I can – FaceTime these guys or text them and and stuff. But I've often said this: my 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 family, family, my parents, brothers, sisters, they've only really seen me grown from practically childbirth to 18 years of age. But you see me grow from an 18 year old to where I'm at now in life. That's been with the wrestling family. So emotionally. I consider most of my wrestling family closer than my biological family, considering they have seen the growth in me as a man and going from here to there and transition from this to that, this to that, not necessarily my family family. So, um, but then, like I said, these guys, then you walk back through the curtains, man, that was a hell of a match. And, you know, they're like, thanks. You know, you, it's like you're looking for that without letting it be known you're looking for that, but just staying extra professional, um, not don't be no butt kisser. You know, you got a lot of those, don't get me wrong. Yes, they do get pushes a normal person wouldn't get, but uh, it's just a feeling of overwhelmness and love, man. And they actually uh, consider you even in public different organizations. Because I occasionally work for Doug Gilbert, you know, and Dundee. And a uh, funny story about Dundee. It's so funny. Uh, he walked in the locker room one day. <laughs> All the young guys, I'm just sitting there, you know, changing or whatever. So he walks in. The young guys just kind of look. Dundee being Dundee, you know what I got to say. He's like, oh, I don't know none of you fellas. I know this guy. What's up, Brad? <laughs> I was like, I did not coach him to do that. But, you know, it is. He, he he's chewed me out plenty of times, man. Uh, but just to be able to be chewed out just to be praised by a guy like that. It's overwhelming, man. It's only a dream come true, regardless of where you're at. Now, when you are on shows like just in the last few years and you have legends like a Dundee or a Gilbert or Valiant or whoever it is, 
you've been around for 10-ish years now. What do you notice out of the younger wrestlers, guys that have only been in the business two or three years? Do you see that same awe and respect out of them, or do they see them in a different light now? No. Um, I would say the respect level, and that's even on normal jobs or what we call them, shoot jobs, there is little to none, almost when it comes to men and women, where shivery is dead. So even with the young guys, a lot of them are like second generations, third generations. They don't feel like they have to put in the work. Like you can't even hardly get them to uh, help set up or tear down, and promoters go out of their way and tell the guys, all right, everybody's helping tear down. If you don't help tear down, you don't get paid. It's gotten to that point in some places. You know, and I grew up in a time, man, and as in the business at the time, that didn't happen. You know, as a matter of fact, one of my buddies, R.I.P., was picking on one of the moon dogs. <laughs> well, obviously, you know, the white beard and all that, he kept calling him Santa. I'm like, man, stop. <laughs> you know, uh, whatever, Santa, what you getting me? He just kept calling him Santa, Santa. Long story short, they added an extra match that night. They And they literally, both of them came to me, I want you to hold him. Do not let him go. Hold him. Whew. Let's just say about 10 minutes of chop fest city to that poor kid. He just went limp in my arms and I fell. So I'm holding him still in the four delts. I'm holding him. I, he can breathe down and stomping. So, like, I brought him in. So it's like I got it, but I didn't get it. But the, the respect level is little to none. And the ones that do, they're not really – I guess trying to use it in the correct manner. Gotcha. All right. Well, at this point, my co-host, Coach Mike Jones, is with us. I'm sure Coach has questions to ask, so I'll pass you over to him. Who? Hey. Coach Mike Jones. Hey, Coach Mike Jones, a coach of the most, coming at you from coast to coast, live here in Puyallup, Washington. How you doing, brother? I'm doing pretty good, man. Just sitting here enjoying a Southern Friday. Relaxing. Nice. Yeah, I'm the real Mike Jones because, for one, I had been wrestling for like five years before Mike Jones comes out with with his video asking <laughs> who's Mike Jones. And if you remember right, know. he's out there. <laughs> He's, he's out right. there with wrestling belts. You remember, yeah, remember on is. the video? I wanted to jump yeah, through the TV is. and show him who the real one was. Hey, it's easy to find him, man. 281-330-8004. <laughs> just let him know I'm here anytime, any day. All right, but right, anyway, right. regardless, hey, maybe we could do something for charity. I'm always trying to do some stuff for charity. You know, it's all about oh. it, about the show, too. It's not, you know, it's not about who's better in this and that. You know how it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all right, well, hey, yeah. man. Hey, set it up for us. We'll have you on the show, too, brother. Man, we, we so okay, 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 man. All right, For so, hey, who were some of your who were some of your heroes growing up? Man, you know, it. You know, me me being a church guy, a lot of people don't know that. I guess they do. But, you know, so a lot of TV tapes and stuff I miss out on. I'm just putting that out there. But hero-wise, I would have to say my parents, obviously my father, because, you know, having, you know, 
siblings or multiple kids, you know how that usually goes with fathers and the moms. You know, it's kind of loud by for whatever the reasons. But um, I would say my father just being a hardworking military man and a man of God that he, he was and still is, um, and him and my mom and people of God and, you know, just having the two parents in the homes and stuff. But just my dad. I would say my dad. Just, just you know, my dad. Okay, right on. And then we know a lo- uh, some of these questions have more than one answer. Feel free to answer more. What about in wrestling? Wrestling hero. <laughs> I don't know about a hero, but I will say who actually made me want to be a professional wrestler. So I guess you, that's more prevalent to me. Um, Two Coach Scorpio. And the reason being, the reason being, you know, I, I, like I'm, I'm like a multi, multi-sports guy, you know, in school. I played pretty much everything if I could. I, I, I hate sitting still, put it like that. Um, but I was, you know, my grandfather always watched, you know, wrestling, whether it was NWA, Smoky Mountain, uh, Memphis, uh, it, uh, NWA, Columbia, Tennessee, whatever. He was watching USWA. He was on it. Uh, but I just happened to be white. I want to say it might have was Memphis, or might have been WWWF. But I seen this big old or WCW, big old black dude man jumping around and rolling and stuff. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is he really 260 moving like that effortlessly? That is that that amazed me, man. I was used to seeing Mysterio and, and the Guerrero and them do that WCW in New Japan, but this dude is six four two sixty. I said, yeah, I, I, yes, right here. So Tuco Scorpio is my hero. The guy can go, man. He just, I, man, they. Just, I don't know why the business never looked at him like that. He he was a hybrid before the time. He he could do it all. I believe right now he can get in there. And outwork anybody in the greatest match you would probably see between two different generations to me would be Ricochet versus Two Cold Scorpio. I want to see yeah, definitely, that. Definitely, <laughs> he definitely is impressive, and I, I'll never forget. I remember when, when uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Ron Simmons? Yeah, Ron Simmons brought him down there to WCW, and he had a man a really badass match. And then after the match, <laughs> Ron Simmons. Ron Simmons let everybody know that this guy's already got 500 matches under his books. <laughs> yeah, man. We that were like, okay, <laughs> we better start paying attention. Yeah. Man, amazing. You go from zero to 100. Not knocking, not knocking the psychology behind it that's present now with WWE and different things, but it, that that was genuinely wrestling. At wrestling, wrestling. You had wrestling, which is us brawling weapons like the Moon Dogs, and wrestling, Tuco, Scorpio, Benoit, Jericho, Guerrero, up to wrestling. Now, you're Randy Orton's mentality. So, but yeah, man, but Tuco, man, I'm sorry, man, but Tuco, that's my dude. Yes, he's definitely amazing. So, did you play sports in high school or growing up? Yes, basketball mainly, but yes. And then who is right. sports? <laughs> okay. And then what's your self-defense background? Oh, man, a little bit. Some of this is self-taught, so I guess you can 
however you look at it. But uh, uh, Muay Thai, a.k.a. Taibo, <laughs> I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> um, Greco, Greco-Roman, maybe a couple of years of jiu-jitsu, and maybe six months of Tai Chi. All right, nice. Then a and lot then of crazy. See, okay, yeah, I did see your crazy-ass match with uh, Honcho Helmsley. That was a knockout dragout. My bro, my goodness. Oh, man. What man, I forgot all about that. Oh, man. I forgot all about that. Wow. Yeah, well, it's... okay. No, I'm listening. Go ahead, yeah, man. I'm, I'm just excited. It's all good. And then... So what was some of your most memorable matches, whether you were in or that you've seen? That I was in or I've seen. Man, that's a good one. I can say memorable just because, regardless of what, um, I would say the tag match, one of Bill Dundee's last matches in ring he's performed since he hasn't been in the ring. Um, it was in Middleton, Tennessee. It was a tag match. I, I may have it on YouTube. I think if not, I can get it. It was excellent. Uh, but, you know, obviously it was uh, Dundee and Chris Rocker. Y'all know them, the Memphis wrestling guys. And it was me and my tag partner, uh, Big Mick Vicious. When I, when I say psychology meets humor meets <laughs> old school, it was all there, man. So it's... There was absolutely no way you could leave disappointed because you had every aspect to a to a, a show all in one. You know what I'm saying? And you know, and there there was nothing left out. Every T was crossed, every I was dotted. Every comma was uh-huh. in its where you know. <laughs> what about that? You make Dundee laugh. So, say that again. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh keep going. I'm sorry. I was like, anytime you can make Dundee laugh and not cuss you out, you're doing your job. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What, what about matches that you've seen? That's probably my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Um, Once again, you're not – I've got old footage of me, but I'm put me aside. Um, would probably actually be Prince Puma Ricochet versus Ray Mysterio Lucha Underground. Uh, then after that would be um, all of Guerrero versus Benoit. I mean, there's, you know, I, I love my Harlem Heat and them, but, man, I, I, I respect the athleticism the, athlete, the athleticism part of actual pro wrestling that people tend to forget. Because, you know, I tell people all the time, you can put a wig on a pig and give it a gig. In other words, you ain't got to be trained to do, you know, what you're programmed to do. That takes zero yeah. talent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So respecting the guy that hits the gym, and you know that can obviously go. He does multiple matches, which I did as well. I'd be under a hood two or three times, but my body suits on. Nobody would even have a clue. Same night, two hour program. Did that for years. <laughs> you know. Wow. All right. And I, I, I threw hints. I threw hints at some of the gear I would wear, but people never caught on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So All right, that's amazing. the cool part. Uh, but, okay. But, but yeah, Benoit and them, man. And then uh, what was uh, 
Who are some of your toughest opponents? Toughest. Let's see. I say toughest to keep my composure with because we, we couldn't stop laughing. Um, <laughs> probably once again, we'll go back to Chris Rocker. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Or or Gary Valiant, handsome Jimmy Valiant's son. Gary Valiant, I forgot about him. Um, man, it's it's humor to the thousandth degree. Oh my goodness! And it's like, so you know, I, I I keep up with what's going on in the world, whether it's fake news, whatever. I just keep up, okay? So I can use that material for my personal content. It shows when I'm talking or whatever. I'm a, I'm an educated brother, so. But my my mentality, and it's funny, not trying to mimic, you could say it was like when Booker T was uh, was in the King Booker phase where he would, yeah, just to turn black real quick. You know what I'm saying? Because his natural yeah. reaction, just to try to go back to being all civilized, that that's who I am, you know? And I'm just, I, you know, so just imagine that turned up to a thousand, like I'm, like I'm from Memphis, Memphis. Hey, man, hey, hey. You know, so my wrestling is classic like William Regal's. My mentality is kind of like Guerrero's. And my approach on the mic is like King Booker. So, and I'm crazy. So I don't know, man. It's, uh, yeah, I'm just rambling now. I really don't know. But, uh, it's all good. Man, what a combination. That's impressive. Yeah. It's just, hey, is it? Just, I'm, I'm a sure sign guy would like to know what's your favorite coffee to drink. Coffee? Well, I hate to disappoint the coffee. I don't drink coffee. I, you know, the best, you know, put it like if they say the best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. Well, mine's the <laughs> same but opposite. Mine is that Folgers. You wait till that stove, that grown folks store, open up at 8 or 9 in the morning and go get that 100 proof, pour that in your cup. <laughs> Okay, and then yeah, I don't drink coffee. I, I drink water or Gatorade I, in all reality. On the weekend, I, right, do, I do that grown folks. <laughs> okay, that's good, and that we're getting that answer more often than not because you know, coffee isn't that healthy for you. I mean, they say it is, but it isn't. You know, it's sort of fine line. But the body armor, have... the mamba ones, is what I be on. The body armor mambas for the morning. Uh, I, okay. We do have some questions from fans that write in, and we have a regular fan that's been asking us. His name is Kurt Ferris. He would like to know, are you related to Johnny B. Bad? Oh, wow. Well, I know I'm – I would say, in all reality, I don't know. I haven't did my Ancestry.com. So, and right. know, I just found out the other day at work, this girl was like charcoal white. We pick on her all the time. You know, uh, she's 1% black. And she's going crazy. Like, yeah, I'm black. I told you. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm like 1%. So, so there's a possibility, okay? <laughs> yeah. She is I only two. Ba- I guess Danny Bonaduce did the ancestry thing, and they said he was 1% black, and he's got red hair. <laughs> Oh man, French black guy. I've never seen that one of those before. But we can do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, and then 
Trip Ferris had a follow-up question or it was a statement. He said, maybe Brad Bad can talk Johnny Bad out of retirement to create a modern-day version of the Bad Company. <laughs> well, in all reality, I, okay, I got my tw- I got my twin brother. See, we did this thing. I got the trademark. I don't want to put it out there. We was doing what the Bellas was doing, but we looked nothing like the Bellas, and it's and it's an eyesore, and it just made that gimmick just that much more greatest. If he's listening, uh, Chad, bad, you know, I need you, twenty twenty two. All right, cool. And then, what suggestions do you, do you have for people who want to get in the business? Um, and you probably hear this all the time. Don't. <laughs> They always tell you that. They always, they always tell you that. They really do. Oh, no, because uh, you, okay. ha- you have to realize you have to, you have to realize you're choosing a selfish lifestyle because you have to be to be successful in it. You have to be willing to take commitments on a consistent basis. So you have to ask yourself: Are you comfortable with, with knowing you're going to be alone a lot of the times, regardless if you have a fling or not? Can you mentally yeah, handle it? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's not for the average folk, exactly. Mm-mm. And then even the average folk, when you bring a bunch of people down to a tryout or a training session, just look at yeah. the stats. They just they get weeded out big time. Hardly anybody's last. They <laughs> do. You know, the, fun, the funny part about this, and I've seen it myself, the guys that's on the streets talking crap how good they can fight and stuff like that, or they might be known for beating up people. First of all, that's a street fight. I've seen these yeah. same dudes quit training, and it's the skinny runt who reads all of the Hobbit books that goes through the entire training. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. So why would we be, why, why would we be scared of, uh, Franklin and Lamar from GTA. When you when you got this dude that's got a magic wand that went through the a real life magic wand went through the whole thing. I think I'm gonna fear Harry Potter over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's what they say. Don't judge a book by the cover, right? Shit. Yeah, that's how I beat them small wiggly dudes. You be like, bro. They know they small, so they fight with everything. <laughs> Yeah, well, and there's another example of a lot of it's in the heart. You can't you can't see the heart, you know. Hey man, it, I'm telling you, that's, that's, it is. It's true. It's true. And then, hey, what it, what schools would you recommend for people? Right now, that I know of, I would say JPWA. That's Jacob Pritchard's Wrestling Academy, and that's over and in East Tennessee. Okay, cool. And then, you know, hey, I guess I, I'll get – excuse me. Go, keep going. Go ahead. You, no, no, you good. No, I interrupted you. Sorry. No, all I was just going just to add on, that's where, you know, a lot of people know, formerly known as Kane, who he was he was trained up under Tom, Dr. Tom Pritchard in that area. He is the mayor of Knox County. So I believe everybody knows that, you know. But, yeah, so JPWA. Um, they actually work with us with uh, Tennessee Championship Wrestling. Follow us. We got our first television taping this Sunday in Selmer, Tennessee. I'm not. I'm not going to be able to be there because I'm at church. I am the drummer for my church, so I do have other pre-existing things I have to stay uh, 
humble and committed to, but that's understandable. I got friends. And well, I got friends and everywhere, but yeah. Nice. Praise the Lord, brother. Yes, Lord. All right. Yes, Lord. Well, before I give you back to sign guy, we got like 15 more minutes in our live show. But before oh, I man, give you back to sign, yeah, before I give you back to sign guy, I want to give my plugs so that way maybe you can shout them out to to the other Mike Jones so he can oh. find out who the re- so he can find out who the real Mike Jones is and we can make some money all over the world doing this Who's Mike Jones challenge. But anyway, oh. they can reach me. Yeah, huh? They can reach me at Coach Mike Jones, a coach with the most, and Coach Mike Jones on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Don't forget to check out the NGW Green Room and the greatest faction in the world, the Real School Army. And also, I'm doing the Seattle Mariners Organizational Report, and me and Sign Guy once in a while, we get a chance to do the Cincinnati Reds Organizational Report. But other than oh, that, man. I want to thank you. I want to I want to thank you so much, brother, for coming on. It's an honor and a privilege and a pleasure to have you on. And I I wish you all the luck in the world. Thank you. Thank you all. I hope to to, to do this more often. I guess, man. Like I said, it caught me off guard originally because I'm like, wait, what is this? I'm saying this is a bill collector. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> I don't know that. <laughs> all right. Hey, that's just a southern thing. But I got you. Hey, okay. if y'all need, I, I can pull a uh, Skip and Shane. I Skip, Skip, Skip. I got you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Coach. Well, Brad, being that you have been for the bulk of your career in Tennessee, are there any places where you've never wrestled that you would most like to travel to and get a chance to wrestle before? Your career is done? In all reality, I want to do the, the uh, Cody Rhodes, uh, his academy that he has going on in Georgia, even though I know he just signed the contract back over to the other company. Um, I would love to be there. And In and, and all reality, I'm in Tennessee, man. And my thing is, it's not about the money. It's about, it's about what I'm about. It's about what you really love and want to do. If I really could, I would love to be a part of Impact. Where I'm located, where I'm located is perfect. I can get there in less than a couple of hours. Do a, man, if I'm there, I'm great. I'm good. It's not about the money. I love doing this, man. I love having more character freedom to being who I am. I'm not a gimmick on myself. I like to stay more true to a horse, who I am, not not what you think. Uh, there's only one of me in this world. You can't duplicate it. Often imitated, but never duplicated is what the man said. So you can't duplicate Brad Bad. The Brad Bad is himself. I don't practice on nothing. I'm me, 100%. One of the big things right now in pro wrestling is. New Japan Pro Wrestling, they are doing standalone tours of the United States now where they are coming in and doing shows in major cities in the U.S. without an American company partnering with them. They've returned to American television on Access TV on a weekly basis. What are your 
opinions on New Japan Pro Wrestling and why it's become so popular over the last few years? Well, we can see this from the one company, which I, I don't have money to back up no attorney <laughs> like that, but um, how the modern-day wrestling fans don't care about soap operas, put it like that. And so now you have every type of phone company has this promotion. And if you notice, a lot of them have something with wrestling. They are mentioned wrestling. So between most people having mobile devices and it's kind of being thrown at them as far as different wrestling promotions, I think that's a part of it. That's, that's just called good advertising or great advertising. And then the other part, a person that has been watching that company, since that's only been the only company in the last 20 years, they're burnt out as well. And they branch out, you know what I'm saying? So it's a combination of mobile devices and people who are burnt out. And it's great for the business because, you know, me as a grown man can't watch certain promotions because it's totally not relevant with anything. It's out of touch with reality. I'm a reality guy. I don't care about no gimmick. Be yourself. Be yourself. You know, just be yourself. <laughs> it's only one of you. Be yourself. Why would you want to be something? I can replace you with tomorrow because I created it. No, be yourself. You know, that's me. Be yourself. One of the other pieces of a recent popularity in pro wrestling in the last few years, especially once the pandemic hit and companies were struggling to put out content and keep their name out there, is the cinematic match. We've seen all of the national televised companies put out cinematic matches, and a lot of independent companies have started to follow suit and film matches that were away from the arenas on location to put on their streaming right. shows or YouTube or what have you. Are you a fan of the cinematic style of wrestling match, or do you think that that's too far away from what pro wrestling is meant to be? I mean, with the conditions, because, you know, you were limited, you pretty much couldn't go anywhere, it was almost like Mad Max beyond the Thunderdome type environment in this and on this great soil at one point. So you really couldn't go anywhere pretty much without show me your papers. Show me your papers, you know. So um, I think a lot of it transpired from that well, damn, I can't do nothing. What what else can I do? I mean, you, not everybody's a video gamer. See, I have the luxury of being a video gamer. I play instruments as well. I, I got video, you know, I'm a drummer at my church. I play a, a keyboard, occasional guitar. I've always got something to keep me going. If not, I'm, I'm hooping. I'm a hooper. I still hoop to this day. Um, it's, I guess a, a lot of it maybe actually probably through boredom, you know, if you want to be very blunt about it. Probably, you know, that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. But through boredom, okay, for me, for instance, through boredom when the pandemic hit, because I, was, I wasn't able to go anywhere, right? Never had internet. I didn't have internet. So I went on because I had unlimited data on my phone. So now I'm stuck in the house, got to work out at home. So I finally got the internet. 
and on home in home internet instead of using my phone for a mobile hotspot. Now I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I can't go anywhere. So I was able to watch like ten different television shows, like Different World, Family Matters, Full House, within a matter of a week. You know what I'm saying? So me, I know it's partially because people couldn't go anywhere while the explosion. And the same, like, you know, people like Kevin Samuels, you know, blew up because people couldn't go anywhere. And you can only sit down so long, and you're going to watch everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I guess it's wherever curiosity takes you, I guess, you know. But that's why I think most of it exploded out of boredom. And it gained new interest in people. Like, oh, oh, wow, that is like a video game. Then, obviously, when you watch Lucha Underground, kudos, Prince Puma, a.k.a. Ricochet, that man, that is a video game. He is a video game. <laughs> Will Ospreay, you see, Ricochet from down here, a lot of people don't know that. I've still got some of his matches when, um, man, he looked like a 12-year-old, but he was, you know what I'm saying? Like, the dude was small, small, uh, but I knew then he had potential because his, his older brother's actually better than he is. Let that sink in. <laughs> Man, that is definitely somebody I got to check out for sure. Yeah, well, man. The last few minutes of the show, and I want to make sure you get everything you want to say and plug into this so – if you want to say anything to the listeners, plug and promote anything and everything. you got social media, upcoming shows, merchandise, your favorite car wash, anything at all. Floor is all yours. All right. All I'm going to say is to the people out there, the world, the wrestling world, y'all can check me out and, and my homies, my homegirls at TCW Wrestling, Tennessee Championship Wrestling, um, which, you know, we wrestle every – Saturday night, and our first television taping is this Sunday, Selmer, Tennessee. Y'all can follow us online on Facebook at Loyals, but Tennessee Championship Wrestling. Um, you know, check us out. You can follow me on YouTube at Ray Willis. That's me. That's my channel. Um, uh, I'm, um, I'm a gamer. Uh, y'all just follow me. You know, I'm still kind of new to this uh, social media stuff, but y'all just work with me. But, uh, I will always respond in due time. But uh, shout-outs to uh, R.I.P. to Don Bass, uh, R.I.P. to the Moondogs, all of y'all, man. I love y'all. I miss y'all, man, because y'all, y'all gave me the opportunity that nobody else would have worked with me. Uh, give shout-outs to uh, Swag and you know, Brimstone, uh, you know, and different ones, that, the local guys that got me started. Brimstone and Drago, thank you, guys. And, uh, you know, uh, to give me the opportunity to even to be spotted by, by Don Bass. Thank you all. Thank you. I, I don't know what else to say, man, that I mean, you know. <laughs> well, Brad Bat, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on the show today. We appreciate you taking your time to be with us, and I want to wish you the best of luck as you continue on with your career. All right, but I didn't say one thing. Can I say one more thing? It's normally what I say Absolutely. when I go to one of these towns and I got major heat. Can I do it? Can I do it one time? Absolutely. 
this is bad, bad. Remember that, okay? You said absolutely. Here we go. This is a Southern style Howard inner ring when I'm getting all the booze and whatever. And they throwing stuff at me. Here I go. Y'all ready for it? Ready. Here I go. I'm in the ring. I got the mic. First off, to all retards, rednecks, and breads, and most definitely rejects, I stand before you all tonight weighing in an impressive 235 pounds. Yes, I said it. I am from Chicago, Illinois. I am known as the icon amongst the icons, the legend amongst the legends, the superstar amongst the stars, the man amongst men, the suntan Superman that packs more explosives than them. That's right, baby. Yeah, I said it. You can look me up. I am Brad. All right, that's all. Fantastic. Thank you so much for that. Fans, definitely, if you have a chance, go buy a ticket, support Brad Bad and what he does. Check out his YouTube, like you said. Get familiar with him. We will be back with you Sunday afternoon. We are kicking off Blade Month for the month of May. One of Coach Mike Jones' greatest contributions to society. He came up with Blade Month. We're kicking it off with someone I've known for a very, 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 very long time, Roger Blade. So make sure you are with us on Sunday to kick off Blade Month, and we will be back with you next week. One week from today, we return with Real School Army Manager Phil Good. Phil Good will be with us, so make sure you have plans to join us. Get out there, support all the local independents wherever you may have them near you. And we will talk to you all soon.